I used to think success was something you had to be superhuman to achieve. That the successful were different from the rest of us. That you had to be born better than a normal human to achieve anything. But the successful are more similar to you and me than we thought. They're just real people. So I go talk with them. I'm Dakota O'Neill, and this is Real with O'Neill. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Real with O'Neill. We're here today with Kendall, the owner of Rose Down Designs in Daphne, Alabama. That's me! <laughs> Hello world! She uh, started off as a nurse for dementia and Alzheimer's patients and eventually came down here to Daphne, Alabama and started a career in designing and marketing her own art that she designs with, what, what would you call those? The, what do you mean? The... Door hangers? Yeah, the, the like the stencils and whatnot you use, or like do you, and the freehand. Like, what methods do you use? Well, I um so now I have wholesalers. Like I was telling you earlier, um mm-hmm. that there are door hanger artists out in the world, mm-hmm. and they draw on um Procreate, which is like a thing that's computery. Um, so they draw the shit out. Mm-hmm. Oh, I said shit. I did it again. I'm sorry, world. You can cuss on here. I know, but. If you have young ears, I apologize now because there's about to be a lot of cussing. <laughs> Just know that now. This is your warning. I'm also crazy. Okay. You've been warned, people. People okay. have been warned. Right. They have to be warned. So um, I purchased their blanks, which are um, like that design. I'm pointing at a design right now. Y'all can't <laughs> see it because this is on the computer. Um, so I buy their – I told y'all I'm insane. I wasn't lying. Um, so I purchased their designs and, um, it's already etched onto the wood. So I just kind of fill it in and then other stuff. If, um, it's my design, if I just come up with something, I'm just coming up with something in my head. That's cool. It came from my brain juices. (laughs) So where, where did you start out in life? Like what was your childhood? Like what got you started down the paths that you went down? Well, it all started in Arlington, Virginia. That's where I was born. Big screen swipe. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go back in time. My mother and father. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. So, no, I, um, uh, yeah, I was born in Arlington. Not that I lived there for long, but, um, and I was like two months old when we moved. Actually, my parents lived in Bethesda, Maryland, and I was born in Arlington, Virginia. Weird. Mm. Um, so then we cutting through a lot of shit. Um, I grew up in Gallatin, Tennessee, which is just a touch above Nashville. Um, and I don't know, normal childhood. I mean, not a whole lot of adversity early on. No, That's good. middle-class family, man, you know? Right. So no, I mean, it was, you know, I had friends and did my life. Um, at the age of, hold on. No. Shit. Y'all making me remember. I'm old. Hold on. Anna is 11. I'm 31, so I was 19. Okay, thank you. I was, <laughs> when I was 19, forewarning now, I was raped and got pregnant with my now daughter, Anna. I'm fine. Nobody cry. Um, This is fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm like staring at the microphone, you people. Um, So I was... So I, got pregnant with my my daughter Anna um nobody knew right like my a friend of mine had gotten raped so I never said anything because I was drinking I was 19 right so it's illegal so back then we still had that good old boy system where they're gonna blame the the the, the girl right you boys you will drinking. be boys you right. shouldn't have been in that party that bullshit right, right. So, um, a friend of that happened to my friend of mine and she went to the cops and she got charged for underage drinking. Nothing happened to the dude. So I never said anything. And then I found out I was pregnant and I was like, Oh shit, I'm going to college. So nobody knows anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I told my, um, I told my brother and my neighbor, um, they were the only ones who knew. Oh, no, excuse me. My friend Alyssa also knew. Hey Alyssa. Um, she also knew, but that was it. And then I went away to UT Martin. What is that? Uh, it's University of Tennessee Martin campus. Okay. So it's up from Memphis, like three hours north of Memphis. I thought it might have been some type of like facility or like help center or something. Oh, I, I, no. Yeah. I, I went full by myself. 
So at the time, Anna, if you ever listen to this, I love you, and you are the light of my life. Um, I did, of course, look at abortion because mm-hmm. I'm 19. Right, and, and the situation, raped. yeah. So I looked it up on YouTube. Nope. Yeah, Hella no. pass for me. Like, y'all do you. I'm not, I don't, you do you, man. That's between you, God, whoever you believe in. That's on you, boo-boo. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I couldn't do it. Um, so I just went away to college and I'm pregnant and nobody knows. Um, and you're in college by I'm yourself. I'm in college, yeah. So I started having, um, I got swine flu. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Fun times for that. So mom came and picked me up. That's what, yeah, that's when the swine flu is pretty prevalent. So I was, and most pregnant women died if they got the swine flu. So I'm kind of freaking out, but nobody knows I'm pregnant. And I'm not telling anybody. I right. thought my parents were about to murder me. So I go, um, mom comes to pick me up. We go to the doctor and they're like, are you pregnant? Thinking of becoming pregnant? You know, all the things. Nah. <laughs> nah. No. No. Uh, what? No. You can only lie to the doctor for so long, though. Well, shit. So, but I did. I got away with it, and I was like, okay, cool. So, go back to school. Great, cool. It comes like fall break. Mom comes picks me up because I didn't have a car. Um. By the way, let me cut in real quick. Sure. Anyone who is pregnant, never lie to your doctor. There's more than just a personal reason they're asking. Some medications and treatments can affect the way your child develops, or even if whether or not they survive. So. Not down and on you, Kendall, but definitely oh, no. be honest with your doctors. Fully stupid on my part. Do what do what Dakota just said, y'all. Don't 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 do me. I know I'm cool and everything, but don't do that. <laughs> so um, yeah. So mom comes picks me up again and goes, I had a dream. Okay, Martin Luther, fucking mean you had a dream. <laughs> Shit. You're either pregnant or you're leaving school. Well, I'm not leaving school, Ma. Which is exactly what I said. I'm like, well, I'm not leaving school. So I'm like, I'm ready for it. I'm in the car. I'm like gearing up. Okay, my mama's about to go off on me. Because my mama's like a black mommy, y'all. She crazy as hell. I love her, but she crazy as hell. So I'm like, okay. My mama's about to go off. She was about, she was silent for about five minutes. And then she was like, okay, have you gone to see a doctor? Yeah, the one I just lied to. Right? <laughs> no. Okay, well, we'll go to the doctor when we get home. I think your aunt has a crib we can use. Like, 100% on board. I'm like, the fuck? Did my mama get taken by aliens? Like, what is happening right now? But she was fully on board. I later learned that she herself went through a similar situation. situation, And she went to her parents, and her parents made her abort the baby. So she was trying to be 100% supportive of whatever I wanted to do. It's crazy how we always end up doing the opposite of what our parents did. Right. It's either that or the exact same thing. No in between. Oh, right. No, there's no in between. Either opposite or the same. You always turn out like your parents in the end, really. So you were in college. You had swine flu. Mm-hmm. You were dealing with this situation with your mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What what happens after that? So, yeah. So ended up, um, I talk a lot. Um, long story. Tried to do adoption. That didn't work. It's my kid. I'm going to keep my kid. So I kept my kid. Um, I left UT Martin. Uh, went to Volunteer State Community College, got my AA degree in Bachelor of Science in Teaching. Okay. I was going to be a teacher. Wait, hold on. I yeah. didn't know all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how did that switch up? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I went in for teaching originally. Yeah. Okay. Was, I was going to be a teacher. You didn't before. graduate with it. Right. Okay. So I got my AA in teaching. Um, so my mom was a teacher. So after I got that, I saw... What is that? Oh, stain. Um, I saw... Teaching is just a shit ton of fucking politics. Mm-hmm. I'm out. So then I went into, God, there was something else in between this and nursing. I don't remember what the hell it was. So after I graduated from. Not um, to be rude, but could you take it a little easy on the drumming and oh, such sensitive yes. microphones? My bad, people. <laughs> Sorry, I talk my hands a lot. I went to um, MTSU and got my nursing. There's something in between that, but I can't remember what it is. Got my nursing, and then I did home health for Alzheimer's and dementia. Right. Uh, focusing on that. I like Alzheimer's. And my grandmother had Alzheimer's. so. My grandmother and my great-grandmother both have, or had, one had, one has Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. It sucks. It's a terrible disease. It's it is. bloody terrible. You watch them go from someone that's full of life, vivid, and it's weird because during the early onset stages, stages they almost exist more intensely mm-hmm. because they lose some of that inhibition, I think. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like being buzzed all the time. Oh, almost. yeah. 
and then after that it happens fast oh yeah they're looking at you and you're like halfway through conversation and suddenly they look confused and like Hmm? where am i right who are you why are we talking alzheimer's is a thousand times worse than dementia dementia will kill you quick i mean it sucks but you're dead quickly Alzheimer's, my grandmother lived it for 10, 15 years. I mean, mm-hmm. and at the end, you're just a vegetable. You're not even there anymore. You're just a zombie. Yeah, you're just laying there in a bed. It sucks. Um, but many people don't or can't. I mean, it's hard. So they can't. That's your loved one, man. And they get so angry because, well, you know this. They yeah. don't know this. It's gone. It's gone away. Mm-hmm. So I, I loved, and they're my patients. They're my family. That's just how it is. Um so yeah, did that for a long time, and then my great whatever, however many great grandparents, um, in Millery, Alabama. Um, anybody who knows that where that is, Holla, that's a very small <laughs> town here in Alabama. Um, it's our family like farm. So mm-hmm. my grandfather died. We, I say we, my mother inherited about a hundred acres up there. Okay. And my great aunt's still living. My uncle, Uncle Tom, Aunt Sylvia, love you. Um. She's 90. She actually just turned 93 yesterday. It was her birthday. So we moved down here to take care of, you know, the family farm and my aunt and, you know, and, but we're not going to Millery because there's literally nothing in Millery. They have a Dollar General and we finally (laughs) have a stoplight. That's it. It's all that's there. Sounds Um, a lot like Jasper. Yeah. It's, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yes. So, I mean, it's just, it's, there's a big church and that's pretty much it. That's the town. Um, so when we moved here, I did not have, I didn't get my credentials moved. Um, you know, it takes time. God bless the government. Um, so I worked at a nursing home and to make that long story super short, didn't work out. There was a gentleman who, um, was selling letters for your drawers and a whole bunch of grid walls. And, um, my mom was like, well, let's buy him out and you can cut all this stuff. And I'm like, (laughs) no. And I sure mm-hmm. can. Here we are. Um, so it kind of snowballed from there. Went from um, craft shows. I've lost the question. <laughs> Something about my early childhood. Well, I mean, we're up now. Yeah, we, we call it up fast. Yeah. No, it was the uh, last place I remember ha- us having any semblance of focus was whenever. I see. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't going to have that with me. No, it's okay. Uh, it was, uh, you were in college. Sure. <laughs> yeah, we're going way back. Yeah. And, uh. You had decided that education wasn't for you, and then uh, you'd switched, and that's whenever we really just started flying. Yeah, Yeah, I do tangents a lot. No, it's okay. Um, I I didn't expect it to be counter. Like I expected you to take longer than expected, but instead you just blazed right through your own life. I blazed. Well, pretty (laughs) boring. I mean, really, other than the rape, which is like (gasps) scandal. Well, that's about it. You're such a boring person. How did you make this? I mean, I know you said politics, but what 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 was going on in your life whenever you were looking at education, and why did you want to be in education in the first place? And then what what did you see? What experience did you have that like really made you go, oh, education is just bullshit. I don't want to do that. He's gonna really have to repeat all these questions. There's another person here. I'm not talking to a ghost. Although this building is haunted. The the technical producer slash future mother, my child Amber, is with us today. Woo woo! Y'all congratulate her on her ba ba ba. Um so, yeah. shit. What? <laughs> what, what was going on in your life whenever you decided to switch from education <laughs> to nursing in okay. college? See, there's something in between teaching and nursing, but I honestly cannot for the life of me remember what the hell it was. Um, so I did, I graduated with my AA, mm-hmm. um, in teaching. My yes. mom is a teacher. Yes. So I saw that my mom, and I loved kids. I loved mm-hmm. kids. I loved math. I wanted to be a math teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Weird you picked the shit, wrong right? No one would have liked you. No. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I'm too way new. You'd make a good English teacher. <sighs> sure. But I, but, that's a lot. Yeah. Grammar. So I can't spell for shit. But you have that enthusiasm I that do. makes a good English teacher. Yeah. yeah. Drama, maybe. Oh, I could do drama. Oh, I could do some drama. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, well, so what specifically, like, did you see your mom try to change something about the education no. system or just her dealing with parents or? 
No, I just saw how stressed she was. Because, I mean, it's just, you get paid shit. Yeah. I mean, they do, teachers do so much. Educators. Un, unappreciated heroes of the world. 100%. And you get paid shit. So, it's just, I mean, you've got to love it. And mm-hmm. I did love it, but I didn't. Love it. Right. Like, I wasn't in love with it. You couldn't do it for the rest of your life. So, yeah. So, then I, when I, I had Anna. She was a bebay. So how old was she, or how far along in college were you when you had her? Uh, I was just starting college. I started that fall. I had her that spring. Yeah, right, because you were pregnant whenever you made the decision to go. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So she was she was only like three or four whenever you graduated, huh? I think she was three when I graduated my AA. Yeah. And then she was like six. Six when I graduated from okay. MTSU. There is something in between there, because I wanted to be do something else. It's like, oh, that sounds like cool shit. I don't remember what was it was. Was it in a music field, education, no, you'd law, pick music with Nashville, medical? You? I don't remember. Business? I honestly don't. Isn't that sad? Okay. I'm no, I mean, there's huge gaps in my life that I don't remember. Yeah, that's so sad. I'm 31 years of age, and I don't remember it. And you keep calling yourself old. I am old. Yeah. You're not old. 100% I'm old. Oh. We're both still very young people. Oh, you don't know me. I was listening to Joe Rogan Experience the other day, and then Tommy Chong was on there. Oh, like, Chicha Chong? Yeah, from Chicha. Yeah, the... Uh, he's old. He's old. He's like... He got old. He's at 84 now. Man. And do you know he's still really healthy? And sure. still smokes so much weed every so day? So much weed every day. But that's probably all he's done. He didn't do any of the hard He quit shit. a couple of times. Uh, he quit whenever they sent him to jail. They sent him to prison, I think, for a year for selling bongs. And then uh, he quit another time for his wife or something like that. But he said both times his health got terrible. That he actually, his age caught up to him really fast. He's been doing it probably his entire freaking life. But yeah. Um, so what made you decide to switch from education to nursing? Like, why did you pick nursing? You just wanted to help My people? My grandmother's a nurse. Okay. And... So that was my dad's grandmother, Maggie. Oh, hi, Maggie. I love you. Um, Maggie is a nurse, was a nurse. Um, and then my other grandmother, my mother's mother, had Alzheimer's. Um, so that, really. Because okay. I grew up, I mean, my mom, when... So one was a nurse and was, was, one had Alzheimer's, so you became mm-hmm. an Alzheimer's nurse. Mm-hmm. Makes a lot of sense. Right? Isn't that weird? No, it's not weird. I mean, it literally makes sense. No, like, I know. That's you, why I'm saying that's weird. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because normally it don't make sense. A lot of people end up in careers that have, like, no grounding in their life. Hmm. This was no ground. It came out blue. But you do well at it. I do, yeah. I enjoy it. So, yeah, what made you, or, uh, that's what made you choose nursing. What carried you through? Like, what made you passionate about it? Just helping people? Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I treat, I'm very much an extrovert. If you people can't tell that, um, that's weird. But I am. I'm a very much an extrovert. I'm very much a people person. And yeah. I adopt people. Like, adopt literally. People? Literally. One of my best friend, Andrea. Hey, girl. She, um, I met her last October at a craft show. Um, and she's already your best yes. friend. You do adopt people. No, oh, no, she's my sister. Yeah. Okay. Literally, that night, I was like, I'm adopting you. And she's like, okay, weirdo. I'm like, no, you don't understand. You're, you've been adopted. You belong to me. Yes. Now. <laughs> now family. You're welcome. Um, no, seriously, I adopt people. That's awesome. what I do. Um, I've always said that the family you make is much more important than the family you're born into. Eh, I mean, yes, but... It depends on the family, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I adopt people, and I so I thoroughly loved taking care of people. Um, and I can work with Alzheimer's because I'm also crazy. And um, I lived with my grandmother for 12 years while she had Alzheimer's. She lived with us. So I knew how to handle it. Right. Like, if they're going off that the sky is blue you or purple, you say... Hell yeah, it's purple. Man, that's crazy as hell. What the hell? That's crazy. You don't go, no, it's not. It's blue. That only confuses them and agitates them and can make things so much worse. I had a girl, when I was doing clinicals, there was a woman. She would always, always scream if you came in her room that you're stealing, that she's calling cops. That's a really huge thing Mm -hmm. from what I've heard and from what I've experienced is they get really paranoid. Especially if they're away from their... Natural habitat, yeah. If they're in a nursing home where this person was... It's like a whole thing. Um, 
But yeah, you were going to say a story and I interrupted you. Continue. Oh yeah, it was just uh, my grandmother. She used to live with us. And I think that her Alzheimer's set in a lot sooner than any or And this isn't to blame anybody, but her no. Alzheimer's set in a lot sooner than anyone was comfortable really getting her tested. Because I remember moments early on in my childhood, before we, like six, seven years before we ever got her checked out for it. And she would just get randomly hostile. Oh, yeah. And she would lose things. And we just kind of attributed it to like, oh, she's just getting up there in years. But I was like, mm, 72 ain't that old no more. You know what I mean? So it's like there was one night I had gotten up because we lived in a top-bottom duplex. Mm-hmm. Like there was one above the other. And uh, I'd heard noises. And I guess they were coming from downstairs because we lived above a man who liked to party late into the night. I'd have killed him. Well. And I say I'm old. I'm old. I'm Get off my lawn! Well, it, it was it, he was there before us, and it was just I was like eight at the time. So, uh, I, I walked into the living room, having heard noises in the middle of the night. My grandmother loved to sleep on the couch. She preferred sleeping on the couch over sleeping in her bed. My auntie's the same way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It seems like a pretty common thing amongst that generation. Man, I need I need a I need a freaking bed, y'all. Good shit. Yeah, no, I can't help it. Good night. But yeah, she would sleep on the couch, and I came in there one night. And because I heard a bunch of bumps and stuff, and I just came in there and I was just standing, like looking around, and I don't know where I hear, Oh, what are you doing? And she like freaked out and started like hitting me and stuff. And uh, the next day, my dad came up to me and he was like, You need to apologize to your grandmother. You almost scared the life out of her last night just standing over her watching her. And I was like, I wasn't watching nothing. I thought someone broke into our house. But right. yeah, yeah, the, those bouts of illogical rage are insane. They're not necessarily insane, but they're hard to deal with. Right, and paranoia, which is why most families go, nope, and put them in nursing homes or, you know, assisted livings, Alzheimer's units. Like they're, so you and but you really enjoyed your career. Hundred percent, right? loved it. Hundred percent. Um, yeah, it was, it was rewarding. Uh, but yeah, when I the clinicals, this one woman, nobody would go in because mm-hmm. she's throwing things at you. She's gonna hit you. She's gonna bite you. So, and it was an Alzheimer's unit. So, I mean, it was specifically made for Alzheimer's. Um, nobody would go in, and if they did, I mean, they would, you know, rock, paper, scissors, man. All right, you're it. <laughs> well, I got there, and I'm like, well, has anybody ever just gone, okay, we're going to call the cops? No, you can't do that. So, I walked in, she starts her stuff. I'm like, girl, I know. I know they try to get me too. I've already called the cops. They're on their way. But first, let's get dressed because we naked. You know, we got to come on. Okay, okay, okay. So they're coming. Hell yeah, girl, they're coming. Hell yeah. Fine. Perfectly fine. Go with it. If you go with it and and because you can't. It's not hurt them. And aside from that, you can't change their reality. Even if it's wrong, you can't convince them. So why do it? It's just going to make it harder on them. Why? Oh, uh, one thing I've noticed in a lot of people who haven't dealt with an Alzheimer's afflicted person in their lives, they have misconceptions about, oh, well, if you play certain songs, it'll make them remember stuff. This is and, not the notebook. And if you if you let them smell a certain smell, and if you watch movies with them, they'll kind of remember. I mean, I mean, it's it's kind of true. I've seen moments of it, but really those moments happen randomly out in like Ryan's parking lot, just as much as they do watching Mash. Right, and it's more so early on, especially for Alzheimer's. Um, not so much with dementia, but more so with Alzheimer's early on. Yeah, that might click and they mm-hmm. might come back and have those moments of lucidity. But later during the like stage four, like they're zombies. Like that's. And then in between, you're really just working with whatever whatever's get. left. Yeah. Right. Because. And yeah, like I was saying, it's just people have that misconception that they're like they're still the same person. Their brain's just acting different. Like no, it's not. No, it's, it's not treatable. Gone. It, it, I think that Alzheimer's, it, there will never be a cure for it. No. And this is coming completely no medical expertise. This is all speculation. Uh, I don't think there'll ever be a cure like for it. Little disclaimers. Listen, don't do that. <laughs> right. Well, it's just important. I want to maintain sure. an integral image. Sure. But uh, it, they the. There won't be a cure for it once it's set in. I think it'll be one of those diseases that we learn to prevent. Early onset. Yeah. I don't know. I hope so. Uh, I hope there is a cure. but. Or at least a way to stop progression once right. you notice it's there. I don't know. I That's not in my realm of knowledge. Mind you. But probably I, shouldn't even have said all that. Shit, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> hell. What are you talking? It might be. Hell, cancer might be a cure. I mean, you never know. It's 2021. 
human race is along. I've been watching Doctor Who, y'all. If you don't watch Doctor Who, you're missing out. <laughs> According to Doctor Who, which Maybe is a television Maybe they'll sponsor show. us now. Right? Come on, BBC. Get on it. David, bring David Tennant back. I'm... Ooh, David Tennant. Anyway. Um... According to Doctor Who, we live a very long time, and human race is very, we are resistant, right? Or not resistant, resilient. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe we, we we will. There will be cures for you know, the common cold, but who knows? Right. Well, uh, so you were. Yep, we went off on tangents again. Yeah, I'm having to remember where. Yeah, where so we were. now it's his turn. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> so you were working in the Alzheimer's and dementia ward. Mm, I was home health. Home health. Okay, mm-hmm. so you were just working with people at their mm-hmm. own houses. Mm-hmm. All right. So what other experiences did you have? Did you have any other crazy? Ex- okay. No, I mean I've like I worked at McDonald's, the ghetto McDonald's back home for about a week. Um, really, I was. It's crazy. I believe. You know, I got hit on a lot. They like big people. Um, when I say they, I meant the ghetto people, not necessarily. All right, we're getting off here. Anyway. Yeah, um, you're gonna get me canceled before I even right. get going. My bad people. Um, We're all humans. Right. <laughs> shit. One for all, all for one. Three musketeers. Um, anyway, I did that for about a week. Worked at Kroger. I mean, that's really... So, what, what was... You came down here, mm. and you had trouble... Oh, that's my grandmother. Excuse me. Speak of the devil. Yeah. <laughs> but you came down here, and you had trouble getting your accreditation transferred. Dad! And so what what happened once you got down here? Did you ever find a job in nursing homes or anything down here? And what, what was that like? So um, I didn't have trouble. I just, it just takes time and I wanted to work. Right. Um, so, no, I did. I worked at the Gardens of Daphne. Um, so I worked there. Things happened. I left there. Oh, you don't want to talk about all that? I mean, can we? I don't know. I don't have an issue with it. Right, but will they... We've like... already cussed so much. What's, Shit. What's well, a little more dick talk? On. I know. So, <laughs> dick talk. <laughs> oh, we should start that. Dick talk. Like, tick talk, but with dicks. That, isn't that kind of OnlyFans? Oh, yeah. Damn it! <laughs> um, no, so, um, yeah, I worked at the Gardens Daphne. Um... Viewers, if you don't know, or listeners, listeners, because you're not viewing this. I mean, I guess you can, maybe. No. Put put cameras up, and then you can watch it. Um, we can't afford that yet. Me neither, boo. Me neither. So, yeah, we're just the garden staff. Um, it's an assisted living. It's not Alzheimer's and dementia. It's just assisted living. You know? Right. You can still kind of function. You just need a little help. Right. Um, worked there. Um terrible place don't don't put people there <laughs> just don't do it unless those people are gone if they're gone then go there but what made just, it so terrible they don't care which is why i never worked at nursing homes people don't care they, they don't care um i treat you like you're my family i don't care what you have there was actually a woman at the gardens um i will not say her name hippa but um her father was a nazi oh. under right under hitler like SS officer yeah. or something? Okay. Yeah, like big T's, man. Um, so she's full German. They came over here, I guess, after the war. I mean, Nazis lost. Um, she, so I care. Mm-hmm. I don't. So in that, our death Nazi man, she's fully in, integral in that badness. Um, but I'm going to treat you like you're my grandmother. I mean, that's all there is to it. Yeah. I had... Um, one of my uh, professors said when she was, she went from nursing to teaching nursing, um, she treated, oh, who the hell, who's the guy that shot uh, Martin Luther King? I can't remember his name. All right. Well, that guy, he came in to her hospital ward from the prison. Don't treat him any different. He's a, he's a patient. You treat him, you move on. You cannot be... You know, doctors over history have called a lot of flack for that type of stuff, uh, like uh, treating uh, in World War II. I know that there was medics who would treat soldiers on either side, and they were like, I'm here to heal people. I don't It doesn't care. matter what it is. You're going to be healed. And you then, treat them with respect regardless. Right. I think MASH, since we brought it up earlier, I think MASH actually had an episode where they had to treat one of the uh, Japanese soldiers they were fighting against. But yeah, 
Uh, I never watched that show. No, I, I, my grandmother is sure. the main reason I watched it. But uh, yeah. Blame her. But I will. I blame. I'm her. heavily winking. You people can't see me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I. Going back to I care I care about people. Um, and, and the other nurses you felt like didn't. Right. And they weren't nurses. Um, they're just like CNAs, which is a certified nurses assistant. Actually, they're not even that. They're just civilians. They and, got hired. Yeah, they got hired. They're I feel really, like that's part of the problem. They don't care. They're just it's a job. It's a job. So that bothers me. And um, viewers, this is your warning now. Listeners, not viewers. It's okay. Um, Men play with their penises when they get older. It's not a sexual thing. It's just like a toy. Hell, I would too. <laughs> I mean, come on. If I, y'all, you didn't even know. If you had a... You didn't even know. I mean, it's it's a toy, so it's not a sexual thing. They're just... It's just a thing. They jack off, and but it's not... They're not doing it to feel pleasure. There was this one gentleman, and he did that, and um, some things got said, and I was let go. Whatever. So, Yeah. That's what happened there. I was about to go off on another tangent. I didn't. You're welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. So, you, and then from there, you were going to yard sales with your mom. Mm-mm-mm. So, she um, saw this on uh, Facebook Marketplace. Okay. Yeah. That's So, he was selling the round letter ornaments, doornaments. I call them doornaments. They're cute. Door hangers. Right? Isn't that cute? Door. It's a door ornament. Doornament. That's the Come most on. adorable thing I've ever Come on. Right? That's cute as shit. <laughs> Put that TM. on a t-shirt. TM. Okay? That's TM. Rosewood Dornaments. I did. It's actually on my door. Or Rose Down Dornaments. I'm sorry. Rose Down Dornaments and Designs. Um, well, we're at LLC now, so it's Rose Down Wood Designs, but I've been Rose Down Designs for like everything. So everything's Rose Down Designs, except to the government. <laughs> my bad. Um... Yeah, so he was selling these or, um, door hangers, the letters, and then just a couple of designs plus all these grids um, for like $2,000. Mom was like, listen, we can start a business because um, we got a cricket. Ooh, wait, I'm remembering. We got a cricket. A cricket? Like cricket. a bug? No, um, like a like a cricket. Oh, you can't <laughs> tell he's not a crafter, people. Um, it's like a vinyl cutting machine. <laughs> okay. So it's a cricket. Um, so Look, we got there's that. so many different things cricket mean. There's like a wireless service. There's a, like a, isn't that a type of, one of those sports that the English people play? The English, yes. Yeah. They do that. They play that over there in England. <laughs> they show do. It's called cricket. Yeah. You get a ball and a bat, and you get the cricket bats, but it's not a baseball bat. It's flat, you know? You're making me think of the Chronicles of Narnia. You're welcome. That's a great... Mr. Tom. For Aslan! <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite. When that bear goes, For Aslan! <laughs> I love that movie. What are you doing, man? One thing I've never understood is the scene with the lion on the table. Oh, it's so sad. Where they stab him they and sure the table do. cracks. Yeah. It's old magic. It's he ancient. sacrificed. I was there when it was real. Yeah. It's ancient magic. Listen, I can go all in. My, my auntie um, raised me on Narnia, same woman who likes to sleep on the couch. Um, so I grew up watching all the old movies, reading all the books. Mm-hmm. I got you if you've got questions on Narnia. Okay. If I don't got you, my auntie's got you. Okay. Um. Wait, we got off. Hold on. Yeah, we did. Hold on. Let's talk about how you started this story. Yeah, that. So, um, Mr. Got a cricket. Cricket. Um, hold on. I opened this in two. Which is a crafting machine. It is a crafting machine. It's not an animal or a sporting event or a phone. Okay. Um. 2018, Christmas of 2018, mother got a um cricket. Was like, oh, well, we can do like T-shirts. Mm-hmm. I'm pointing at all the T-shirts that I still have. Oh t-shirts God. and signs that I still have. All of these things um, we can make with this, so it'll be great. We can start doing this, and everybody's gonna buy it. It's great. I can tell it went well. Yeah, really well. Yeah. So um, started that, and we were like, okay, well, we can do craft shows with this. Perfect. So um, in between our first craft show, which was the Hot Air Balloon Festival in Foley in 2019 so i think it was in like end of april beginning of may in 2019 we're going back my fellow listeners and i can't remember because i have shit memory <laughs> so i'm going to say it was like end of april beginning of may okay that's just what we're gonna say that's right. gonna be the facts let's say it. so in between that time we got the 
door hangers and the grids. Okay. Okay. So, also in that time, I went, oh, shit, everybody has a cricket or a silhouette, which is, like, the cousin to the cricket. Um, so, like, the whole market is just loaded with this stuff. You have to have a niche. Niche, right. niche, whatever. You have to have word. a very particular market that your stuff can be targeted towards. Right, that nobody else is doing. Or at least very few other people. Right. Everybody was doing pecker trips. Everybody. doesn't matter. Right. Everybody's doing real signs. I mean, it's not a thing. So our first show um, was fun. It was really fun. I started, like, selling people. People, like, buying my stuff. I'm like, oh, cool. Did I sell one T-shirt? No, I did not. Sure did not sell But everything else did well. But the door hanger sold. And that's God bless South. That's what kept me alive during the pandemic. We love our door hangers. Yeah, you started right before everything closed oh, yeah. down. Sure did. Don't do that, people. Okay? Do not open a business right before a pandemic. Because you knew it was about to happen, I, yeah, right? sure did. Yeah, right. So that was sarcasm, if you cannot tell, over the airwaves. Microphone. Right, that thing. Um, yeah, don't do not do that, people. Um See the yeah. future before you start a business. Yeah, y'all, find Doctor Who. We're going back to Doctor no. Who here. He's a time traveler, so find him or her. She's a her now, so find her and be like, hey, when's the pandemics? And just write it down so you'll be good to go. Um, you consider voice acting? You can do a large variety of accents. I can, yeah. You did the British pretty well. You're doing the, what was that one? Oh, the nasal one you did a yeah. ago where you were like, uh, as far as I can tell. That one's like, it's familiar, but I can't recall what it's from. Mm-hmm. I do a lot. Yeah, my uh, high school, we're off on tangent here. My high school drama teacher told me that I had to be an actress. And then I went, <laughs> no. Why not? Well, their business is out for like all to see. Not that I have anything to hide because I don't because I'm a very open person. This is care. literally what we're doing right now. Right. Putting I'm, your business out there I for don't all care. to see. Right. But... Man, people are, like, obsessed with you. And, like, if you say something, like, yeah, I mean, true. people are going to be like, oh, is she a bitch? I'm not a bitch. And I'm a Pisces. I'm a very emotional person. So it would hurt me. And people would be like, don't take it personal. But I would. That's something I hear a lot uh, listening to other podcasts and watching TV shows is don't read the comments. Don't read the comments. I have no intentions Do not. to. Yeah, by the way, if you guys are listening, plan on leaving me a comment. Don't. Don't. And please be nice to me, because I may read the comments, but I'm a really nice person. I swear I am. I'm just crazy. But it's a fun crazy, so be nice. Come see me. Um, I'm really fun. I'm also single and ready to mingle. <laughs> um. <laughs> Welcome to Dating with O'Neal. <laughs> hey, I'm 31. I have an 11-year-old child. Um, there it is. There's yeah. that voice I'm talking yeah. about. She is pretty cool. So, yeah. Oh, it's uh, the food for thought guy. Uh, the, uh, it's something me and you saw it on a show. There's uh, uh, Parks and Rec. There's a radio. Oh, I love him. There's a radio station on the that show where the guy has a voice just like that. He's like, and hello, listeners. Today we will be discussing the political climate of the and Indonesian he is so boring. islands. Yes. Please stay tuned for 45 minutes of the discussion of whale sounds and the impact they have on sonar equipment for small shrimping vessels. <laughs> and next week we will be doing the Dewey Decimal System full history in deep detail. Back to you. <laughs> I remember it. Listen, you just got to paint a picture and I'll remember it. I love that show. That's a good show. Yeah, it's a great show. That's how, uh, what's his face? What's his face? Uh, There's a few uh, what's his faces on there. Oh, hell. Uh, Glamora, um, Marvel, um, that dude. Star-Lord. Oh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt, thank you. That's how he got started. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. Uh, what, I think he was I, in a couple of things before that. Completely lost it. Yeah, anyway, single, randoming. Um, Rose Down Designs and the Balloon Festival. Yeah, Balloon Festival. Okay. So I started doing that. This is now 2019. So that year, I did craft shows. I did the Jubilee Festival in Daphne. Hopefully, I'll be in that again this year. I'm very picky now with my shows. Um, so I did that. did a couple in the summer. And then I did one at the Civic Center in Daphne, where I met this woman, Nina. It's a whole thing. You guys she, didn't get to see it, but she just made a snake face. I sure did. Um, not really sorry. You're kind of a mean person. She she thought, well, she, oh, we'll get into that in a second. 
she said I met she was um she had a boutique woman's boutique and um she was at the show as well is Thank that you. rice on my table it looks like leftovers from something it sure is look I'm messy as hell anyway know that also fellow cute men out there um, <laughs> fellow cute men yeah fellow cute men you're I'm very not, cute I'm man not a, Kendall I'm not, I'm not a man <laughs> shit okay <laughs> anyway um, <laughs> so she was there and she was like listen we got to talking she was like I have a store over by Cravers in Daphne that's where I am now um I have this back section do you want to run it for like 350 a month cool let me go look at it and at the time I was hella I'm not about to open a store I have a kid she goes to school what am I supposed to do right so I came over that Christmas um I know it was after Christmas because that's when I got we went to Louisiana to sale plantations oh my god oh my god y'all if you like southern shit like I do You've got to go see the plantations, like on the Natchez and everything. I love shit like that. It's like a really cool thing. Um, so if you like shit like that, they're really pretty. But I also had like the flu. I could have had COVID. I think I had COVID before it was COVID, but I don't know. You've been sick a lot. Me? Yeah, you had like swine flu while you were pregnant. Right? It's weird. And you were sick yeah. last year. But I'm never sick. I'm getting nervous being in here with you right You're after welcome. a pandemic. Yeah, you should. Or during. Are we still in it? No. Okay. This is the South. We're done now. According to Kendall, the pandemic's over, guys. Go back to work. Get back to partying. Do you, boo-boo. Although, if you don't feel safe, I mean, you you just do you, man, okay? I, I have one customer. Shout out, Kelly. I love you dearly. She hasn't left her house since February. Oh, wow. So, I mean, you do you. It's Hey, you want to wear a mask? You wear a mask. You, you want to, like, not hug me? I mean, I'm going to feel a little sad about it, but I'll, I'll understand. Um, so how did things go sideways with Nina or Nina or whatever Nina, her name is? I know. Weird, right? Like, what were your parents thinking naming you N-I-N-A, which is Nina, but pronouncing it Nina. Nina. Weird emphasis on the uh there, but okay. So she, yeah, so she was like, hey, so after Christmas, I, I came in and looked at the space. Um, It's, what would you say, a fourth of what this room is? Yeah. About a fourth of what my current room is now. I moved that wood wall. Um, so I came in. I was like, okay, okay. Talked to my mom. Talked to my kid. My kid is very cool. Mm-hmm. So she was all like, that's my chair. Sorry, I'm moving it with my foot. They thought I was farting. I'm not. Although that'd be funnier if it was. Ooh, no, I was farting. <laughs> 100%. That's what that was. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so um, we worked it out. It was good. Anna was going to ride the bus. My mom's a teacher, so she could be there. My neighbor's got twin girls, so she's she's fine. Um, so I opened. I talked to her. That was January of 2020. Um, end of January, beginning of February 2020, um, I moved in, and I had, I don't know how many square feet would that you think that would be, like 600, 500 square feet? Um, I'm not good at math, you guys, which is sad because I was going to be a math teacher. I'd say this is about 500 square feet, this whole room. I'm not good at math either, but I did construction for a year, so, you know, I I quarter of the way know what I'm talking about. Better than me. All right, we're going to go with 500, my people. That is 500, Alex. So, um, about 500 feet is what I had, and her whole thought on that was that I would, my customers would bring her customers, right? Mm -hmm. They're coming to look at my stuff. Well, they have to go through her stuff to get to me. Okay. It didn't work. She, oh God, she did not market herself. I'm everywhere. I pay for advertising because I'm not in a good location. That's the thing, people. If you want to start a business, if you are in, you're paying less rent, which is what I'm doing. You pay less rent to be in a kind of off the beaten track location. You've got to pay for marketing or be really successful on social media, which is marketing. Right. Well, what I'm saying is like you, you can either pay for the marketing or you can establish a follower base yourself through like straight up adding people and talking to them. Which is marketing in oh, a sense. Fair enough, yeah. But you said I was saying there's free options. Oh, sure. Instead of paying for it. Um, yeah, but boosting boosting your posts on. Does um, that work? Yes, it does. That's how I've gotten. I have almost 2000 people on my page. Oh, 100%. Oh, sure. 100% it works. But how many of those are actual customers? A lot. Like a lot. If you had to give me a rough percentage. Three-fourths. Three-fourths, okay. That's not bad. Three-quarters. 75%. Okay. And then the other 25, they don't need something right now, but they, they may could in the future. Win, yeah. 
so they know that I'm there. Like I have, um, she's never bought anything, but she's been on my page forever and ever and ever since I got started. She's never bought anything until now. She needs a baby sign, a baby hospital. And she knew exactly where to come. So not necessarily that they're buying now, but they will buy. They know that I'm here. Mm -hmm. They know where to go. Um, so yeah, so either you're paying for great location and you don't really need to market because you're in a great location. Everybody goes there. It's like middle of downtown Fairhope or downtown Daphne. Great location. Well, I would say living in Foley for as long as I have and, you know, between Tanger Outlets, which is always flooded with people, and then the downtown area of Foley itself and then uh, Pelican Plaza down mm -hmm. in Gulf Shores, stores will get bankrupt just as fast in a great location. Right. Because, but I, but my point was that was yeah. you don't necessarily need to market more right than when you do if you're off the beaten path. That was my my point. Yeah, on that you're one. right. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, I agree with you. Um, so Nina, when she moved here, she's originally from Jasper, funny enough. Hmm. Um, she had her shop right on the square. She never did anything. She just sat there and people came to her. Right. Cool. It worked. It worked great for her. Until also, she had to move. So she moved down here. Their lifelong dream was to move from um, there to go to Fairhope, be near the beach. Mm -hmm. Cool, man. It was great. Well, she picked up her shop and moved it here thinking, well, people just come here. No, people aren't just going to come here. I mean, they're just, they're not. Right. They're not just, why? Like, they may if they're going to eat at Cravers, which right. I get a lot of times, but they're not just going to specifically go, oh, because they don't know what's here. She, she never marketed. Right. So when I moved in, she, um, I tried to tell her these things and hell, what am I? I'm 30 years old. I don't know anything. Right. Also, this is my very first business. So she's thinking, I don't know anything, which I mean, I don't, you learn as you go, but it's to me, that's kind of common sense. You kind of have to market. I mean, you're still here and she isn't. So, right. Sorry. Not really sorry, but, and then she started hating me because I started getting more successful than her and she's been here for almost two years so how dare I get more successful than she would like she would say like at the end she would be well how much did you make if, when I started getting more I was like well like $600 today what and she would get really angry like really angry y'all she yelled at me when, when she was leaving stop working so COVID and then happened stupid little bitch Rona um so we shut down what March yeah, I think it was March. Yeah. March and then part of April. Because it was my birthday. It's when I turned 30. Don't turn 30 during a pandemic. Everything shut down. Plan your whole life around future pandemics. I'm telling you, find a time traveler. Um, so, yeah, so we ended, we closed down, and then um, I was tired. I was so tired because I hate negative people. Don't mm -hmm. be negative people. Be positive. Be happy. She was a very negative person. And I would go home. Because I'm around a negative person, you know, mm -hmm. it's... Drained. Right. Like, ew. So, um, when Meemaw, that is Governor Ivy, um, decided, um, said, hey, okay, everybody can open back up May 1st, I said, we're going to have a meeting because I can't do this anymore. Because she, her lease was up in October mm -hmm. of last year. So, I met with her and I was like, look, are you staying where are you going? Because if you're staying, I'm going. I'm going. Like, I don't, like, no hard feelings, whatever. I'm just, I'm outgrowing the space that I'm in. I need a bigger space. Mm -hmm. And, well, I, and then about an hour later, she was like, oh, I'll think about it. So about an hour later, she calls me and goes, okay, well, I think I'll, yeah, I'll retire. She you forced someone into retirement? Well, I didn't, and I didn't, I didn't, though. Like, well, she was, said she didn't retire. Right, she didn't. She moved. It was a whole thing. She, she, we're getting off on a tangent, but really quickly, she thought she moved all of her remaining inventory to a um, storage unit mm -hmm. and was like telling me, giving people cards. This is where I'm going to be now, a storage unit. Just call me and we can come look at my stuff. Obviously, that's not going yeah, to no work. No one wants to do that. That's real sketch, real sketch. And then I since learned that she went to put it, um, at some place in Silver Hill, and now she's actually retired. Like, she just put all of her stuff there, did that for a couple months, and now she's really retired. But, yeah, that was a whole thing. She she got very angry with me, telling me people were saying that I was forcing her and taking advantage of her. And, like, I, you moved me, and I thoroughly wanted to leave. And I said all the time, I, 
I never signed a contract with her. There was no written anything. Right. So I'm like, I can go. Like, it's not a thing. She, she When she was leaving, she um she took her microwave. It's her microwave. It's her. She sold it. Right. It's your shit, man. You have every right to. But I eat every single day. I'm a big bitch. I'm not that big. Single people out there. <laughs> um, like, I need my food. So I knew she was doing it. She didn't think I knew, though, which mm-hmm. is she was trying to passive aggressive. She's very passive aggressive. Yeah. So she didn't think I knew. Well, I knew. And I brought my microwave from home. I have one that I used to college and I still had. Right. So I just, it's still here. It's in the back. Um, so I brought it in and she started screaming at me for two hours, just screaming at me. And y'all, I'm not a confrontational person. I don't like fights. I don't like when people are mad at me. I'm a Pisces. <laughs> don't. So I was like, I'm t- you're what? People are telling me all these things. Well, who are people, Anna? Who wouldn't tell me? It's like the mysterious they. Well, they right. won't let you. They told they. said you can't. You know, they will have a problem with that. It was that. The mysterious thing. Right. So, yeah. So she eventually left, and her retirement sale was like 20% off. I'm like, mm. she didn't sell anything. She also, I was trying to help her as I went, because I also offered a lot of help. I'm not stupid. Right. I have a 135 IQ. I'm not stupid. Right. So she would, her all of her clothes and jewelry stuff she marketed her clothes to older women because they will spend more and they will older women will spend more on clothes but you got to make sure it's stuff they like and they're real picky that and they're only going to do that every couple of months Mm -hmm. they're not going to come in every week throw down three hundred dollars target young people for that which is what i tried to tell her hey look get in some of my style stuff yeah, we're not going to spend $300, but we're going to spend 50 but we'll come back. Mm-hmm. And we'll keep coming back. If you No, no. I that's not my that's not my market. Okay. Well. She wants nothing but big fish, but she doesn't have the right bait. Right. And you can't do that, especially not marketing and just sitting here and expecting people to know where you are. And she never did social media. She never did. I mean, it was she was a product of her time, which not saying that that's a bad thing, but you have to adjust. You have to adapt. I mean, you have to, especially if you're a business, you have to. COVID happened. You're better with the times all the time. Right. COVID happened, right? We had to shut down. Mm -hmm. I went full social media. I still made sales. I went full social media. I mean, you just have to. So when she she left. um, And then y'all were no longer partners at all in any type of way. No. She blocked me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this got really high school, huh? Right? I know. She went full full rage, and I would have totally helped her. I had, honestly, I had no bad feelings, and I kind of still don't. Like, she helped me get where I am. She's a passive-aggressive booty head, but <laughs> I So, mean, I mean, not to cut you off, I'm sorry. I don't care. Uh, so, just to recap. Sure. Your life started. Pretty normal childhood. Pretty normal, yeah. You, you didn't... You Except didn't, for the aliens. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you don't have to skip that and then come back to it whenever we got seven minutes left. Like, you don't get to do that to me. I'm running a podcast here. I thought I'd miss gold. I thought I'd miss gold. Y'all, his whole face. The aliens? (laughs) I'm sorry. I did. I, I, she said Wait, that. Shit, what? I was looking at the timer and I was like, oh, we need to kind of do a recap and then get our last words <laughs> I'm in. I'm so sorry. And then, and then I hear, so just to recap, normal child, except for the alien. <laughs> yeah. Right? And, and I looked at her and I had one eye big. <laughs> I was looking at her kind of sideways in an angle. Like, uh. That was pretty good. Who is it that looks at people like that? Is it like yeah. a Will Ferrell? Yep. No. <laughs> but yeah, I hit her with one of those like office looking I'm, at the camera I'm, glances. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But yeah. <sighs> so normal childhood with no aliens. Come on. That was good though. I, I really hate laugh. that you're laughing so hard because this recap includes sad stuff. I feel like I'm going to ruin oh. your mood. So there was a. <clears throat> Ready? Go. Okay. Face on. Now I'm cracking up. See? Anyway, uh, normal childhood, no yep. aliens. No aliens. And things didn't get, you know, you didn't face any significant challenges until no, until the, the incident that gave you your daughter. Sure, right, yeah. yeah. I'm really fine with it. Like, it it's one thing for clear. you to talk about it and sure. say it like that. I try to be... Right, right, yeah. well, right. Some people aren't, but yeah, no, I'm... Anna's a great kid, she really is. I don't know how I do Shout it. out to Anna. Right, I love you. 
But Thank it, you for letting me birth you. So no aliens, and no. then and then the rape. That'd and be then cool though. You made it through college. I did. Yeah. With a young daughter. I sure did. After going through what? Oh, hold on. Let me just say that. All right. From someone who's come from the mental health generation. Sure. I don't know a whole lot of people that could have had the mental strength to continue through college after something like that. I have great parents. Do you think that played a huge part in your success? Oh, 100%. Good parents. And God. I mean, really. God Mm. and my parents. I'm a Southern man, so we do. No. Um, You know, my parents were hella great supportive. Um, They're terrible together. They're divorced now. I love you, father. I love you, mother. But you know you're terrible together. Um, But no, they're very supportive. And then you went from going through college with mm. with, with the child mm. and the and the emotional baggage you were carrying, which doesn't seem to have weighed you down too much nowadays. But mm. I know at the time it was probably a lot harder than it is now. It really wasn't. Okay. I mean, it, it really honestly. I'm talking to a superhuman. Shit, I have my my parents are really great. No, I I I'm very going with the flow. Like I don't. Right. I don't care. And Just don't argue with me. I don't like confrontation. And then Sorry. you went from from going through that college, and then mm. you went to nursing, which mm. is high stress field for most people. Yeah, for most people. And you did it in a very high stress section of that field, which oh, is yeah. dealing with people who are literally losing their minds. Hundred percent, but it's hella fun. I had one guy chase that, me around with a gun and a knife. That's, <laughs> that was what, fun. I, that's what I. Was... And he was schizophrenic on top of it. Oh, that was fun. And then missed that bit. You came down here, realized that no one else cared as much as you did about doing what you mm. did said, fuck it, I'm out, mm. and started your own business almost by accident. Pretty much, yeah. So you, you like, you you talk about it all like it's all fun and games, which is great. You know, it's awesome because it, it sounds like for you it was, yeah. But that's my whole point is, like, you achieved so much success and you did it just by doing what felt right. Yeah, we'll follow your and heart, And working man. hard. Yeah. So it's like, that is a lot of adversity. And aside from that, whenever you were starting your own business, I don't want to say almost by accident because you started it inside of someone else's business. Mm-hmm, I did, yeah. And then, like, not to make you sound like a villain or nothing, but essentially ate their business. Bitch, Ursula is my bitch. If, like, I'm, if I'm being a villain, I am Ursula. You did. You, well, you did. Know. You straight took over her kingdom like Ursula to, wanted though. to. But yeah, that's what I'm saying right. is you accidentally, you're weighed into so much success. I, I feel like I'm talking to, like, a female artistic force Gump. You're welcome. I love that movie. <laughs> Janae. Janae. But yeah. Is he is he smart like like me? Or is he I love that movie. Yeah, movie's great. It's a great movie. Forrest Forrest uh not Forrest. Winston Groom, the author, he lived in Point Clear. Do you know that? Oh, I, I met know him, that. yeah. He passed away last year, but it was very cool. I he was doing a book signing over at Page and Palette in Fairhope. Uh-huh. Um, and I got a first, my grandmother loves Forrest Gump, got a first, first edition signed to my grandmother. Um, he was a really interesting dude. Sounds like, it. I yeah. mean, he wrote Forrest Gump, he which sure became did. one of the greatest movies ever. I know a lot of people have an issue with that movie nowadays and I can kind of understand why. Why? Oh, there's several things in that movie that kind of brush over achievements of African Americans during that time period. You can't deny it. The movie. I mean, I'm not saying that you should power. Per, that I don't, what's the word? I'm not saying you should target that movie because of a couple of don't, things. Don't please wrong. God, don't. But that movie is really great. Cancel culture is getting too much. Maybe it's cold outside. It's sitting or whatever. Whatever oh that song God. is. Like seriously. But come on. Before we get down that yeah, rabbit y- y'all hole. Y'all don't want to get me down that rabbit hole. You really don't. We have about two minutes left. For you to let people know where to find you, what your business is about, and, and you know, All any social media that you got. Single, ready to mingle. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, Rose Down Designs. If you're ever in Daphne, Alabama, you can look me up. I'm on Facebook. Um, it's just Rose Down Designs. Um, I think right now I have a picture of I'd rather be at the beach Adirondack chair as the picture. Um yeah, look me up. I am located, my storefront is in Daphne. It is 25945 Highway 181, Daphne, Alabama, 36526. Um, if you are not local to this area, I do also ship. So if you see something online that you like, or if you have a custom idea in mind, I do also do customs. So if like if you see something on Pinterest, um, you have this amazing thought or business logo, um, I can paint it up for you. Um, yeah, I'm awesome person, obviously. <laughs> um, I am single, ready to mingle. I'm just letting you guys know. 
Is there any other social media besides Facebook that can no, reach you? That's all I do. I'm a know, weird I'm millennial. Okay. I don't. I'm very weird millennial. It's no, all it's I do. Okay. I don't have much social no. media either. I probably I should get some with the podcast. Right. I don't do the tweet tweet or the gram gram. I just do the book of faces. So is there any parting words of wisdom or any final words you want to get out before we wrap this up? Follow your heart. Um, really follow your heart. I mean, thank you, Disney, right? Um, no, I mean, do you, man. Y'all do you. And if you are single and ready to mingle, holler at your girl. All right. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for your time, Kendall. You're welcome for your time. Thank you for listening, everybody, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye.